One Texas church is bringing the gospel and building community inside of prison walls. My name is Monica Kelly, and my guest today is Pastor Stephen Wilson. He is the prison campus's pastor for Gateway Church in Texas. It's good to have you. Thank you so much. It's really a pleasure to be on the show today. Well, tell me a little bit about you and your background and how you became the prison campus's pastor. Sure, I would love to share with you what God's done in my life. It's been an amazing walk, and as I look back and to see where God has brought me and, and how he's used my mess to be a message to others is just amazing to look back and just reflect on, on just the goodness of God and his grace and his mercy. And, um, you know, just how he's he moved through my life and my family's life in the last 20 years. Um, Monica, I'm actually an ex-offender myself, so I was formerly incarcerated, and I've been out 16 years. But the first night I went into county jail, I was sitting there scared to death, didn't know what to do. Never been in jail before, didn't know what was going on, and I was just sitting there on my bunk watching the guys in my pod. There was about 25 guys in there, and I was just very intently watching, just observing what was going on inside. And, and late that evening, a group of guys, five or six of them, went over in the corner and huddled up, and I just sat there and watched them. And I, I really – I've seen too many TV shows and, and movies. I was scared to death, didn't know what was going on. You know, they were jump me or what was going to happen. And, and I sat there and watched these guys over in the corner and they sat there and talked for five or 10 minutes. And then all of a sudden they reached down and they grabbed hands with each other and they bowed their heads and started praying. And it was in that time, Monica, the Holy spirit spoke to me and said, Stephen, that's the man I want you to reach those right there. That's my children. And I want you to go after them. So I actually started my ministry um, trying to reach guys while I was incarcerated myself. And then once I got out, uh, my wife and I started our own nonprofit and started going into prisons and, and doing all kinds of different ministries, and it's grown from there. And we started back in 2008 um, just on our own, really, you know, just getting funding from family and friends and, and people around us that we knew. And we got involved with Gateway Church in 2009, and Gateway has just changed our ministry. It's, it's been amazing to be able to work with an organization like that that has such a heart for people and outreach. And Pastor Robert Morris, our senior pastor, um, he always that's our tagline, we're all about people. And he lives that out every day himself and passes that down to the staff underneath him in the congregation. And that's what we're about, outreach. And so we came to Gateway in 2009, and they actually brought us on as a ministry partner and missionary into the prisons. So they helped my wife and I for years to be able to fund our ministry and going in and serve. And then in 2018, they began approaching us and talking to us about what would it look like if we actually planted a gateway church inside a prison? You know, how would that look? What's the dynamics of that? How many people can we reach? What can we do? You know, can we do services? Can we do classes? Can we do small groups? All of these things. And we just started gathering around, just brainstorming about what it would look like to plant churches inside prisons. And that's what it got started. Um, I came up with a plan and prayed about it and went to our leadership about it. And they said, yes, let's do it. Let's go for it. And it's just been an amazing journey just to see the lives that have been changed in the last couple of years while we've been planting prisons, uh, planting churches inside prisons. I would love to explain, you know, what a church looks like inside prison. Please, let's hear it. <laughs> Everybody else. Well, there's lots of ministries, Monica, that go into prison and they do outreach events. They they do huge evangelism events. You know, maybe 
they go in and, and teach a small Bible study and things like that. And one thing I learned when I was in prison was the volunteers that were coming in to serve us had such a heart for us. They loved on us so much that they would give their time and come spend time with us and pour into us. Um, but I saw, um, and you got to think this was nearly this was over 15 years ago, but there was a continuity between each group that came in in that they loved us with everything they had, but every sermon they came in and preached was all evangelistic. So they were all trying to bring us to Christ or lead us to Christ um, and get us all saved. Mm -hmm. And they didn't know who was preaching the week before or the week after. And so, you know, they were all trying to get us all saved. And, and I heard that constantly from guys that were in there. They said, you know what? We would love that these people are trying to get in here to, to teach us how to follow Christ, but I've already accepted Christ you know, several weeks ago or several months ago, but I need somebody to disciple me, somebody to teach me, somebody to show me how to walk this walk that they've been talking about. And there wasn't that many ministries doing that. And so when I came to Gateway and told them about my vision for planting churches, I said, it's got to be geared around discipleship. We've got to give these guys the tools they need to be successful when they get out. And, and those are the things that are going to actually change our society, change our communities, and really make a difference in the kingdom because now you're you're making generational changes, and the ripple effect that's coming out from those offenders when they get it out um, is just amazing. Once we give them those tools they need, because what I learned when I was in was a lot of them came from families that weren't real structured. You know, maybe they were broken families, maybe they didn't have a dad in the house, maybe they were raised by grandma. You know, there was all these different dynamics, um, and they all wanted a very tight knit, strong family, but they didn't know how to do it. They'd never seen it modeled. They didn't understand, you know, what a godly marriage looks like or how do I be a dad and things like that. And so that's what we started with. We started with bringing marriage and parenting into the prisons. And Monica, we would teach a class um, to a group of guys on parenting and just utilize some of the material. We have a gateway and we'd go through a parenting class with them. And then at the end of that, here in Texas, we're allowed to do a lot of unique things inside our prisons. It's not necessarily in every state, but we would actually be able to bring the kids in for a day to spend with their dads inside the prison. And we would do all kinds of fun activities, reinforcing all the skills that we had taught them during our classes. And, and same thing with our marriage. We would bring in our marriage conferences that we do at Gateway every year, the Excel Marriage Conference. With, and we would take that into the prison and actually bring the spouses in for a day to do that marriage conference with them. So now we're not only just working with the offender, but we're working with their family and bringing the, the families together and really teaching those guys how to be, success, how to be successful. Um, I, I tell guys all the time, I want you to be a, a leader in your home, a leader in your church, a leader in your community, and a leader in your workplace. Okay, and all these guys want to be leaders in those areas, but they don't necessarily know how. And so we were committed as Gateway to if we're going to come and put a church in, we're not just going to come to a service. We're not just going to do a big evangelism event. This is going to be an actual church. So we do weekly services. We do small group Bible studies. We do, you know, discipleship. We call them equip classes at Gateway. We do equip classes inside, and we try to reach out to those families that are involved in our activities inside the prison on the outside and get them involved also. And when it comes down to our weekly service, um, we don't just come in and just throw a DVD in the system and turn it on and all sit back and watch it. 
we run it just like a regular gateway service. So we have volunteers that have gone inside all these prisons, Monica, and they've actually trained the guys inside on how to be leaders in their church. And we just use the same training materials we use at Gateway. So we go in and we teach the guys, you know, how to be a greeter, how to be an usher, how to do live production, how to be on a worship team, how to do prayer team. Um, That's the five areas we really focus on. And we go in and train them. We don't do a lot of special stuff. Um, that's geared specifically towards the prisons, what we do is we use the exact same training material. We use a gateway. We take it in. We don't change it a bit because I want these guys to be able to walk out of prison and go serve at any church across our nation, wherever they are. And I want them to have those fundamental foundational things that they need to be a leader in their church so they can go out and be successful. And, and that's what makes us a little different as far as a church plan because it's a, it's a full church inside. And, and I'm blessed that underneath me, I'm I'm able to have pastors that are committed to each prison that we serve. And that pastor becomes the campus pastor of that prison. And he's there every week, just like a regular campus pastor is here at Gateway. He serves that community. He works with them and really tries to change that community and make those guys successful. So when they leave prison, they're going to change their community, their family in the people they're in contact with. How many prisons do you have churches in? In 2019, we planted four churches. It was a fast and furious year. We got them up and going, and and they're just thriving and doing very well. And, of course, COVID hit at the beginning of this year, and that, that shut down us being able to go inside the prisons. And so it changed our ministry focus somewhat, but uh, we are still able to minister. Now, here in Texas, we have 104 prisons across the state. So we have a very large group of prisons, and um, we're currently in four, and we're planning on planting three churches inside every year. That's our goal. Um, and so once COVID lifts and we're able to go back in, we will be getting planning our next ones that were scheduled for 2020 and get rolling on those. And we are already in the process of getting a lot of things in place. So as soon as the door is open for us to go back into the prisons here in Texas, we're able to just jump on it and, and take off and run. And, and get ahead of things. So it's um, <laughs> it's been a unique last couple of years. It really has. Uh, we've seen so many families changed, so many lives changed. Um, right before COVID hit, for instance, in our four prisons together, we were running combined total. We were running over a thousand guys every week coming to service. Okay, that um, is amazing. Yes, it is, and we've we've seen. You know, hundreds of guys saved, hundreds of guys baptized. We've done so many things like that inside. It's just uh, amazing to watch these guys walk and see where they come from and hear their stories when they first walk in and then see what God does to them and how he changes their life. And then we end up getting letters from from wives or, or kids, you know, just telling us what a difference they're seeing in their dad or in their husband. And sometimes they can't explain it. They're like, I don't know what y'all are doing at Gateway to my husband, but he's a different guy when I go visit him on the weekends now. <laughs> you know, whatever you're doing, keep it up. That's kind of what we hear. Just because the Holy Spirit gets in there and starts changing lives. And that's what we're trying to do. We want them to just have a relationship with God and really build on that. That will be a lifelong journey for them. This is not just jail ministry, you know, they get saved while they're there and then 
leave it when they walk out. No, this is something they're going to be doing the rest of their lives. It's, it's, this is a true walk with Christ that's going to go through with them the rest of their lives and, and change their families. <laughs> I would love to be able to take you in sometime just so you can see and experience what happens inside one of our prisons. It's amazing just to watch. Now, currently with COVID here in Texas, volunteers are not able to go in and serve, but they are having small church service inside all of our prisons here in Texas. Mm -hmm. And our chaplains that are serving inside the prisons are running our services for us right now. So currently we are sending in curriculum every week to over 150 prisons around the nation we send in our gateway weekly services to them, to the chaplain, so that he can use it however he sees fit inside his unit. And I have some chaplains that are reaching out to me, you know, that are doing six and seven gateway services a week, trying to get all the guys in to see it because they're just hungry for it. Um, our our pastor, Pastor Robert Morris, has a unique unique way of sharing the gospel in a very life application, simple way that's easy to understand and easy to apply, and it really hits home with these guys. They really grasp it. They understand it. They can take these deep theological issues and really apply it to their lives by the way Pastor Robert communicates with them, and it's just a hunger that I've never seen before inside the prisons. It's like a, a revival is going on. You know, while we're all sitting out here at COVID, there's revival going on in the prisons of things that are happening. And um, I just love to watch the Holy Spirit move inside of prison. It just really blows you away. <laughs> yeah, it's really amazing. And I just keep thinking back to it all started when you were sitting on that bunk and those guys that were praying inside the prison. Is there a story that stands out to you of a transformed life that you would like to share? One of my greatest stories, and I call it the ultimate win for our ministry, um, about five years ago, I was teaching a marriage class inside one of our prisons here in Texas, and, and there was a young man on the front row. His name was Scott, and he was so excited to come to class every week. I mean, he was the first one there, the last one to leave. He was just engaged and plugged in all the time, and he had heard of our church before and actually had visited it some in the Metroplex before he was incarcerated, and he couldn't believe the Gateway was actually coming to his prison because he was already calling us his church. Um, even though he had just visited a few times beforehand. But while he was in, he was in our marriage class. Scott was in for drug-related issues, and his wife was also in a rehab center at the exact same time he was in prison. She was in rehab herself for drugs. And he kept telling me, Monica, he kept saying, you know, when I get out, I'm coming to Gateway. You know, you're going to see me there. And, and I hear that a lot, and sometimes I see them, and sometimes they, they go to other churches and things. And and we're not recruiting them for our church. Like I said, I'm recruiting them to be leaders wherever they go. Um, so I hear that a lot, but I don't always put a lot of stock in it, okay, and, and look for them. But a couple years later, I got a phone call one day, and it was Scott. And he reached out to me and said, hey, I'm living in the Dallas area. I want to come to church. So I said, great, let's do it. So he came to church with his wife and their kids. And since that time, that was about three years ago, uh, he and his wife have joined our church with all their kids. They were able to actually baptize their, their daughters and lead them to Christ while they've been here. And now they're both serving inside our church. They're doing amazing things. They, um, his wife helps with a small group of ladies dealing with addiction. Scott's helping with a small group of men 
as they get out of prison. Scott has come on now to be my pastor that's going to oversee our next prison plant and be that campus pastor for that. And it's just an amazing testimony of what the Holy Spirit can do inside somebody's life. Here was two people that were heavily addicted to drugs and alcohol on the streets, you know, living in a car kind of thing. They came to prison. He found Christ. And now when he got out, they're serving. He has his own business. He's one of my pastors. He's just thriving in the community. And he's really changed his family, not just himself, but he's changed his entire family. You know, his mom is an amazing believer now because of him, because she's seen what the Holy Spirit's done in his life. He and his wife are just an amazing couple that share their story constantly of what God's done in their marriage. And now their kids are able to share about what they've seen mom and dad go through. And it's such an inspiration for those kids to see their parents go through these hard times, not give up on their marriage, but focus on Jesus Christ and let him heal their lives and their marriage and look what it's done. So, Monica, I like to say that's my ultimate win because I met him in prison, and now he's out serving, and he's one of my campus pastors that's going back in and leading one of our church plants. That's just such a great story. I love that. Do you have a website? Yes, we're actually on um, – well, Gateway has a website. It's gatewaypeople.com, and you can go on that website and just search prison or prison ministries, and it will pull up our everything we're doing inside the prisons. Love for you to do that. Um, of course, we also have social media and things like that, but you can just go on gatewaypeople.com and search prisons, and it'll pull up things that we've done inside there. And, Monica, I, I've got to tell you another story um, about what it's doing to the staff and our congregation at Gateway. It, it's amazing how our congregation has responded to this ministry. I, I nearly called it an outreach project, but that's not what it is. And I tell the guys all the time inside, I tell them, you guys are not a project to us. You're part of our family. Mm, I love that. Yeah, I don't want them to think, you know, we're just going to come in for one week and be done. No, we're going to be there with you. We're going to walk beside you. We're going to take you by the hand and help you walk through this. But our staff, Monica, has just jumped on board and just loves what we're doing. I, I take multiple pastors with me every week into the prisons to minister, to see what's going on. It's just a renewed a fire inside our, our staff and our congregation at Gateway. I, I don't know. I, I mentioned the word project, and, and a lot of church, churches do mission projects, and we do mission projects too. Um, when we think about that as going and serving, you know, one Saturday and, and feed the homeless or, or go help out, you know, at a coat drive or something like that, which are great events. Don't get me wrong. Those are amazing, and we do those here at Gateway. But the prison ministry because we're actually making them part of our family, a campus inside Gateway, um, everybody just is putting their arms around people that they never would have thought about before. So now we have men and women that are they're getting out of prison or maybe their husbands in prison that are coming to our campuses, and they're going to our Connect Central area that we call it and, and saying, hey, I just got out of prison last week. And in the past – I think there was kind of a, you know, a cloud that would have been put over them or maybe a stigma or something, you know, hey, watch this guy. Mm-hmm. But now that we're doing this, when somebody hears that in one of our Connect Central places, they usually walk around from behind the table and grab them in their arms and give them a mm. big hug. And that's what it's changed. It's making us reach out to people 
that maybe we didn't normally think about or didn't cross paths with in our normal day-to-day lives, but now we're seeing them come out and come back, and it's just – it's taken away a lot of the fear that people had before of you know people that were incarcerated. Whereas before, like I said, they might not have walked up to somebody um, that was the stereotypical prison guy, maybe tattoos all over him, let's say that, because um, here in Texas, that's a big deal. Uh, if they would have walked in our campus before, people would have kind of maybe shunned away from them in a way, which is sad, but it, it, it happens. Mm-hmm. Whereas now they're very open to walk up to them and introduce themselves and say, hey, you know, I'm so-and-so. You know, you look like you might have just come from one of our prison campuses, you know, and, and they just love on them. They just love on them. Um, and it's just really changed our congregation. It really has um, – it's hard to explain, but now we, we're greeting all these people that are coming back to our congregation and making them part of our families, you know, and, and making them part of our small groups, getting them involved, getting them through our growth path and getting them serving inside. And we're, we're real new at this as far as reentry side of things because we just got started, um, but we're developing programs at every campus for men and women when they get out of prison, you know, this is the process that we want you to become part of our family and be here. You know, regardless of what your crime is, we want you here. We want you serving. We want to love on you. We want to help walk with you through this life. Um, so uh, there it is in a nutshell. I can share lots of stories. <laughs> well, you are literally doing the, the work that Jesus tells us to do. So thank you. Um, oh, you're welcome. I'd love to talk to you forever, but I'm on a <laughs> time limit um and so many good things that you've already said that i'm gonna use i have 52 seconds that we put together a uh a piece that'll run on the air for the entire month and then i'll do a podcast so this the bulk of this interview will be on our website um indefinitely so that'll be great great um is there is there anything else yeah thank you is there anything else you'd like to share yeah, Monica, part of my heart in doing prison ministry and part of Gateway's heart is teaching other churches how to do ministry. So if there's any churches or pastors that would like to learn how to do prison ministry, or maybe they're already doing some form of jail or prison ministry and, and would like some help or maybe some pointers or, or just would like to talk, I would love to visit with them. That's part of my job here at Gateway is reaching other pastors and teaching them how to do this ministry. Um, and they can always email us. And we have a, an email. It's prison at gatewaypeople.com. So just the word prison, singular, at gatewaypeople.com. And, and I would love to help anybody that has the heart or the passion to reach people that are incarcerated or even men and women when they get out of prison in the reentry phase of things. I would love to teach them and work with them. So please reach out to us if you have any questions or or need assistance in any way. Okay, that's good. Thank you for doing that. Um, especially because I was just thinking as you were talking there, Caleb has played in prisons a lot. So mm-hmm. we have a lot of people listening who are behind bars who, you know, this is this will be good. They can hopefully reach out to you. Oh, that is great. And and I, I do trainings with pastors um, all around the nation, you know, as part of our network or just people that have, heard our story and that's a really my heart is to get the local church involved in their local prison Mm -hmm. 
If we can do that, I think it will change our communities. It really will. So that's my heart. Well, everything you say, I mean, especially you're going into prison, you're changing lives, you're changing generations. And then the fact that you're inviting people to come to church afterwards and greeting them with love is huge because I can imagine coming out of prison, you're covered with tattoos, you already feel like a misfit. And then to have people love on you when you show up at church, I mean, that's just life-changing. Yes, it, it really is. I think a lot of guys, when they get out, they feel like they have, you know, the scarlet letter on their chest. Mm-hmm. And and sadly, a lot of churches do not welcome men and women in that have been incarcerated or have felonies or things like that. And, and I don't think that's what Jesus would do. I don't think that was his heart. Um, th- you know, he didn't turn away the lepers. No. He went to them. And I think that's what we need to do to these people that are getting out of prison. We don't need to put up those walls and say, you're not welcome here. We need to throw open the doors and throw our arms around them and say, we love you. Let me help you. Because I think that's the heart of Jesus. That's exactly what he would do. Well, that's okay. <laughs> powerful, and you're going to make me cry. Thank you so much. I could talk about this all day, Monica. It just, oh. Well, I am. I could go on and on. Pastor Morris has touched me many times with his sermons here in California. I listen, and he has helped me in more ways than I can say. And I'm grateful for your pastor. I'm super grateful for you. Again, Pastor Stephen Wilson from Gateway Church and uh, in charge of the prison campuses, on site campuses, making life change happen for so many people. That's great. Thank you again for being on the show. Oh, you're welcome, Monica. It was really a pleasure speaking with you today. And I hope you have continued success in sharing the gospel. Thank you so much. You too.